Welcome to School Biz Chat with Kim Cranston, OASBO Executive Director. Each episode of this podcast is dedicated to discussing events and issues that affect the people who are in the business of supporting students. Now, let's take a few minutes to see what's going on in the school business world. Hello, everyone, and welcome to School Biz Chat. I'm delighted to have my good friend and colleague, Aaron Hooper, joining us today. Aaron is the Director of Finance for the Grain Valley School District, and we're going to be talking about mentoring. But before we go there, Aaron, first of all, welcome. And would you please share with everyone a little bit of your background and how you got to where you are with school finance? Sure. Well, I appreciate the opportunity to, to be on this. I've never been on a podcast before, so this is a new thing for me. So I ended up in the school finance world kind of just out of pure luck. I began my career uh, for the first 10 years working at a utility between Aquila and Kansas City Power and Light. Then I took a um, an early buyout and tried to relocate to a different state and that didn't work out. So I ended up two years at Black and & Veatch and that really was not working out too well for me. And some a friend of mine uh, told me that there was a position in the business office at the independent school district that was posted. So I saw it on a Sunday. Uh, I applied for it on a Sunday. And by Monday, I had an interview. And almost 10 years later, I'm still in school finance. Well, I am glad that you consider it lucky because we certainly do. We're very fortunate to have you in school finance in Missouri. So you and I talked a little bit before this about mentoring, and we were talking about your experience in the outside world, and you were sharing that there was not a formal mentor program in the places where you worked, but there was probably more formalized training onboarding. Is that correct? Yes, there, there was more training, you know, onboarding, and, and then this training throughout, and a lot of interaction between, you know, the coworkers and my group, and even some outside of groups. So there was a lot more, you know, there are some in here thinking the school finance, we're kind of a lot of times kind of isolated in our own little, in our own buildings. And if you would, our own little worlds there. And, you know, there's one of me in my position and a lot of districts that's the same. And there's not a whole lot of people that you interact with every day where you have this ability to kind of bounce ideas or, or learn things from each other. So again, that the corporate world, that's a little different because you're working with the group every day and they have the same type of you know roles and, and do things like that. So it's more that immediate team, you can learn from them right then and you're not kind of isolated sometimes like you are in schools. Absolutely. And I'll say that's where Moasbo steps in because we do have a lot of new people in the area of school business operations finance across the state and i think we're going to see that trend continuing so we started this mentorship program last year and it is to address a couple of the issues you just articulated giving people somebody to talk to somebody to share with and then tapping into a veteran finance person to learn from them so Tell us a little bit about your experience. You were a mentor last year, you're one this year. What has that experience been like for you? So far, it's been really good. Um, last year was interesting. I got paired up with a mentee that was all the way on the other side of the state, so in the St. Louis area. And even more interesting was that he was part of a charter school. 
So he was not even in a traditional, you know, in a public school setting, he was in a charter school. So he had a CPA background and he was a former auditor and stuff. So he had a lot of the finance background stuff, but he, you know, the school, school finance was, is different obviously. And, and he had some questions about that, but he was, he was really pretty easy to work with. But I know as far as myself, it was really interesting just to, in the interactions with him to learn the differences between public school and the charter school. That, that was actually, you know, it was interesting to hear the different challenges that they have than what we have just because of how they, how they are structured. Then this year, my mentee, uh, I believe he is, uh, I've only spoken with him once, so I apologize that I, but I believe he's new in his position, I think maybe in year two. And I don't believe it was a superintendent. I think it was, and it may have been, or it's assistant superintendent position but he's just kind of new in the finance role. He's done a lot of other things and been in education for a while. And I believe he's at a new district than what he currently was. So he's basically like, I'm gonna have a lot of budget questions and, and things like that. So uh, I'm looking forward to that and looking forward to for us to be able to learn from each other as well uh, as this year progresses. I just think that's great. And no apology necessary, it's only September. And as you know, from your experience, we have a 12 month plan for our mentorship program. And the calendar is set to help people meet deadlines and to figure out what it is they should be paying attention to. But the frequency with which the mentors and mentees meet is set by those two people. And it's typically once a month. We do have people who meet more frequently and that's fine too. We leave that up to those two people. I like how you pointed out that you benefit from this also. And I love that because I just wanna to talk to those of you who are listening who are veterans and who feel like, yeah, you know, this is pretty much old hat to me, I know all of this. I would question that first of all, but then I would also challenge you to think about doing something like the mentorship program as an opportunity to give back and to also learn. So in addition to what you're doing for the mentees, I'm hearing you, Aaron, say you're benefiting from it too. Is that accurate? Sure. Like I said, just in the conversations and only being in the second school district, I've seen how things were done at two different districts and some things are similar and some things, you know, are, are way different. And so not to say that one's better than the other or one's right and one's wrong, but sometimes it's just interesting to to kind of see what other districts do and you know how they operate and you know you may be thinking wow you know what that's something i never really thought about and that might be a really good thing to you know to, to give some more consideration to and maybe even even implement so yeah i love that because you just never know so what would you say to someone who's out there considering becoming a mentor in our program talk to them a little bit about the time piece because everybody's busy i know that we're all super busy and this is taking on one more thing so be realistic is it a time sucker how do you manage being a part of this program yeah i wouldn't say that it's a it's a time sucker again my mentee last year we were real good as far as we did meet i believe it was monthly or maybe a couple of times we might have skipped a month whenever things were busy or around the holidays but you know we were pretty good at setting a time that we were going to meet for an hour and we kept it within that hour you know where there's some things outside a few times you know a few times you maybe a quick reach out to say hey this has come up you know what are your thoughts or suggestions on that but 
but it, to me, as far as it being, it is definitely not a, not something that's going to be every single day or every single week, you're going to have two or three hours spent on this. It, it just really isn't that. Now, again, I think there are maybe some that are new. Again, my new mentor or my new mentee this year, his bookkeeper is new as well. So I told him, I said, hey, if you want to, you know, if she, if she needs to to talk with the boat, you know, with both of us, that's, that's totally fine. You know, um, again, just trying to, I, I, I like the, to try to help out as much as possible because I'm just thinking of myself would have been real helpful, you know, for somebody else. And again, not independence was great because there were multiple people that could help. But if you, you know, as far as um, some places that don't, it's, it's a real benefit to have people that you can reach out to and, and can ask for some assistance. Absolutely. And even if you are fortunate enough to be in a system where there are other people, I think sometimes it's nice to talk to somebody outside of your own district, um, just to get a little perspective. And I think sometimes you can be a little freer to express some frustration, which we all have with our jobs. Um, they can be really exasperating at times. And so I do think there's benefit in that. I did wanna say something earlier about how we place people together, because as you know, you fill out a personality profile, we ask you all kinds of questions, and we really do try to match people um, within their region. It's just sometimes it doesn't work out that way. That's just not how things fall out. And so I'm glad you pointed that out, that you did have someone across the state, but it still worked out, and I think there is incredible benefit to hearing how things happen and work in other school districts. And, and my mentee uh, this year, he's on the east side of the state as well. I think he's just south of St. Louis. So I, I will say that it was kind of fun um, last year for the fall conference that I was able to go down and meet my mentee for last year. So that was kind of interesting. I think that was the first one that he had ever been to. So it was helpful for him to come in to actually know someone, you know, and kind of introduced other individuals and show the ropes to. So that, that, that was kind of fun. And he did go to the, he was at the uh, spring conference last year as well. So even if you're spread apart, there are some opportunities that you might get to still be able to have some contact with them. And again, that's just still another, another way of growing relationships. So. Wow. I really like that. Thank you for sharing that because we were just on a call the other day where some people were saying to us, how intimidating some of the big events can be, especially if you're new, especially if you're introverted, it can be a little overwhelming. So if you're new and this is your first time to go to some of these events, it is nice to find a friendly face and someone you've already established a relationship to. And then you, which I love, helped provide a bridge and a way for that person to meet more people. And that's, you know, we say that's at the heart of Moasbo is we talk about being that family in a sense that you've got people and you build those relationships. All right. As we close this out, anything you would say about the mentor program, any encouragement you would give to some people who might be reluctant to put themselves out there either as a mentor or a mentee? To me, honestly, I would say there's, it's really kind of a no-lose situation for, for any of you because, you know, as a, as a mentor, you're getting to share some knowledge that you have and help someone else. And, you know, that's kind of what we're in the business of doing is educating. Sometimes even as administration, we need educating as well on some things and, and helping out those who are new to get them 
feeling comfortable with their roles and just to help them to succeed as well. So to me, it's, it's, you may even think, man, this is really little and something really minor that I'm doing, but for some people, that's a really a big, a big help and a big deal for them. And then as far as those who are thinking about, do I really want to try to get a mentor? Are they going to expect all this stuff to me? My interaction, basically the mentor lets the mentee do the driving. So you tell us kind of what you're, what you're wanting to talk about, what you're needing help and stuff with it. I'm not giving homework or I'm not going to be doing, you know, there's not going to be a test or a grade that says, Hey, you're, you're, you're not, you're not, you're not all on board on this. You know, really we're, it's kind of, it's two ways, but it's more of a, to have the mentee telling the mentor, you know, here's what I need help with. Thank you. That was, that's excellent. And I appreciate your willingness to serve. I appreciate you being with me today. So thanks to everybody for tuning in to this edition of School Biz Chat. If you enjoyed this new episode, be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and share this episode with others who may be interested in this topic of mentoring. Until our next time, take care. We'll be chatting. This has been School Biz Chat with Kim Cranston. New episodes are released on the second and fourth Fridays of each month. If you have topics you'd like to be covered in the future, send Kim an email at kcranston at moasbo.org.